Urban Dictionary defines romantic comedy as the most vile, insipid, sanity-destroying, horrible genre in the history of film. Respectfully, we disagree. I'm Samantha. <laughs> and I'm Mia. And this is <laughs> You Rom Complete Me. This is a feisty one. <laughs> this is a feisty one. Well, you know, now that this pod is has more episodes than our age, it's 31 now. That's true. It's over the hill. It's over the hill. One might say. So are we. No, we're not. <laughs> Just the pot is. But that's where we were going with that. Nah. Okay. <laughs> Moving on. We are here to talk to you about romancing the stone. Boo ba doo ba boo ba ba bow bow bow. That is a preview <laughs> of the fun snappy music you'll hear when you borrow romancing the stone from your library. From your local library. Because I'm sure you don't own it. No, I don't. I don't. I've never really didn't know this movie beforehand. This was one of the ones that we pulled out of the air. Yes, the like, air on a, on a whim. I thought you were trying to mime for a second, like a mime stuck in a box, the pod box, if yes. you will. Always uh, miming. This someday. is the 1984 film starring Kathleen Turner and Michael Douglas. True. And it's a Indiana Jones romantic comedy, if you will. Kind of. Yep. Yeah. You know who else is there? Danny DeVito. Danny DeVito. <laughs> yes. Among other people. Yeah, there's not just a three there's a lot of cast, familiar but. faces, unfamiliar faces. It's an an exotic location, it one is, might a say. Locale. We're just adding pins into that big map of the world of movie location. Yeah. What color situations. is the string for that again? Red. Mm. The string is always red. I thought, I thought the string was red just for. I only romance. bought red string. Okay, that's fine. We'll use the red <laughs> string. We'll use the red string, and then when it runs out, we'll use a different color string. I didn't actually buy string. It's just for comedy. Guys, listeners. The whole podcast <laughs> is for comedy. If they haven't figured it out by now, then. That's woo. true. Okay. Should we just dive right in? Let's dive in. We talked about the film last week. We did. We Well, we gave you a, a brief synopsis. We did uh, an official synopsis from an the An official synopsis. So mm-hmm. Kathleen Turner is a romance novelist who has to go. Save her sister from mean people from, um, from antiquities guys. hunters who want this treasure map to that belong to the sister's husband yeah who was an antiquities dealer he was murdered yeah all they found was his finger one piece of him one i don't piece know of if him. it's ever specified his finger maybe <laughs> something his else man finger i don't know <laughs> if we're in a romance novel she probably would use that terminology oh, goodness. anyway so she gets mailed the map by her dead brother-in-law uh, and she has to go bring it to Columbia to save her sister's life. But of course, she gets off track. She ends up on a bus going in the wrong direction. And then Michael Douglas is there. Michael Douglas, who is not to be confused with Martin Sheen, different actor. Very different actor. He's out there trying to sell exotic birds so he can raise money to buy a sailboat because that's what you did in the 80s, yep. I guess. Yeah. And so he agrees to help her get to uh, Cartagena. Um, for $375 in traveler's checks. Kids, you might not know what those are. I don't even know what those are. I've never you used them. You don't know them. what a traveler's check is? You could, like, go to your bank or somewhere else and, like, before you, you go. And, like, you give them money and they give you a piece of paper. And then it's, like, it's money that you can use anywhere. Because you could, like, in any currency use or it? I think maybe when you get there you can, like, cash it in for the currency. Mm. So instead of traveling with, like, a lot of 
cash. Oh, I see. That makes sense. You would travel with a traveler's check that only you could See, I would be more cash. anxious about traveling with one piece of paper versus I, multiple dollars. I believe that I had a traveler's check as a just-in-case in my um in my suitcase when I okay. studied abroad. I think it was yeah. like, if you use all of your money on trinkets <laughs> and you really <laughs> need something, here's some Did you keep money. it in like your sock throughout the journey so it was, it was like safe? it was like the lining of my oh. suitcase where oh. you keep all the dangerous material. See, that's it's important to do that. That have been useful for me when I was in Ireland. We're going to have a little short story now. Uh, my debit card would not work. Oh, no. Uh, so I had no money. And so I had to be wired money to an Irish convenience store from my mother, who had to go Thanks, to Dad. our local grocery store and do that. Meanwhile, there was a robbery in the convenience store <laughs> while we were waiting for the money oh, no. that we weren't aware of until the cops showed up. So um, you were part, this was your con. Yeah. You were and part then, of the robbery. And then I just like had all this money I had to carry for the rest of the week because it all gets wired to you at once. And I was yeah. very anxious. And I'm pretty sure my friend and I lost a lot of euros on the dance floor. Oh, nice. <laughs> in Ireland. We but... called those sticky dollars when we found them on the dance floor at our Ooh. local college club. The IB, the in-between. It's sadly no longer there R.I.P. R.I.P. But, um... Yeah, before I went on study abroad, and this is why I think I had the traveler's check, I called Discover and I was like, hey, just so you know, like, I'm going to be out of the country. So if I use my card, it's Don't not be a alarmed. stranger. It's fine. And they were like, it's fine. Actually, Discover's not accepted anywhere in the United Kingdom. So wow. enjoy your travels. And I was like, great. I don't have any other money. Yeah, that's problematic. It At least fine. you figured it out before it you went. It all worked out. Anyway. Just like this movie. She gave him $375 in traveler's checks. Yep. They decided to go find the treasure for themselves on the map. Yep. Uh, and uh, there's spoofs and goofs. A great soundtrack. And, and boo ba doo ba boo. Yeah. <laughs> there's betrayal, and, uh, potential betrayal. There's alligators. Oh, now I remember what happens in this movie. They they smush. Yeah, they do smush. Somebody's <laughs> can hand it gets be, cut off. <laughs> can it be a rom com if someone's hand gets eaten by an alligator? Who's to say? Is it a rom com? Dive in. Let's see. Let's dive in. Hmm. was what we wrote down because yes. that is how we reacted after we watched this. It's very much like charade or yes. charade, depending and on your pronunciation. One. Didn't Wasn't there another one that we said was like a rom-com wrapped in a... Oh, inside another one? Inside another film. Yeah, there definitely was. Uh, if we just look at our list, maybe we will remember. Was it Baby Boom? Was it Baby Boom? Hmm. Maybe. Was it Baby Boom? Who's to say? If you remember, email us at youromcomplete.com. We've just watched a lot of rom-coms. Really There's 31. But, uh, so yeah, so this one gave us real charade vibes. It's a different movie. It's like in an action-adventure Indiana Jones romp. But yeah. there are definite rom-com elements throughout the whole thing. And the plot yeah. does wrap up like a rom-com. It does. And, you know, she is a romance novelist. So, mm -hmm. you know, it sort of reflects in, you know, what would be happening to her characters. Right. The very beginning of the film starts off with a scene from her book that she's writing. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, comedy also comes from the fact that she's a romance novelist yes. as well. Uh, they're in uh, Colombia and they're about to perhaps get in trouble with some local townsfolk oh, yes. who are very upset with them for coming into their town. Indeed. Uh, their drug town. And uh, Michael Douglas says, like, the author's name. And they're like, wait. You're that person? You're her? You're her? We love I love your, your books. books. It's so and, goofy. Oh, you know who else was in this? Who? Oh my gosh. 
the older woman who we love, who's going to be in the uh, To All the Boys I Love Before sequel as the oh, grandmother. Why Holland can't, Taylor. Holland Taylor. I she, forgot. She, she's so brief. She, very young Holland Taylor, was the editor of Kathleen oh, Turner's character. Love her. Now, why I love her, too. Yeah, because she she's, was great. She and uh, What's-Her-Face, my other fave from Down With Love. Oh, we're together. Love. Yeah, they no. are. What is her name? What is happening? I don't know. I've lost all memory. It's over. Anyway. If what you know, you know, <laughs> I, know I know exactly who you're talking about. She was in all of, like, the American Horror Story. Yes. Uh, she was in the new Ocean's 8. Yes. She was. All of these things. Let's see if we can remember by the end of the pod without okay. looking it up. I will take that bet. Anyway. Did you look it up already? No, I was looking no. up the name of Kathleen Turner's character. Oh, what was character. her character's name? Uh, Joan Wilder. Joan Wilder. Jack yes. T. Colton and Michael Douglas. A pairing. <sighs> Yes. So, so yeah, it's a it's kind of a rom com. It's kind of a rom com. It's an adventure rom com. Yeah, I guess. But what a is there a meet cute? Yeah. So sh- Kathleen Turner. I mean, I don't know if I call it a meet cute. I call it a meet scary. Right. I was like, is it a meet cute if people are shooting guns? Yeah. So Kathleen Turner has this map. There's this bad guy throughout the movie called Colonel Zolo, who really mm. wants that map for is himself. He a or a general. I thought he was Colonel. Maybe he's General. Colonel is just like a word that's weird enough that I feel like I wouldn't have forgotten. I think I looked it up and then they said Colonel okay. Zolo, but maybe not. It's funny because Colonel, like popcorn Colonel, but it's spelled totally differently. Totally different. Words are just weird. The English language, you guys. Wow. Anyway, Colonel Zolo, General Zolo, wants this map and he starts shooting at Kathleen Turner behind this overturned bus that they were on. Uh, he's led her in the wrong direction so that he can corner her and take the map. It is Colonel. And, okay. Continue. Wikipedia. And then out of nowhere, Jack T. Colton, played by Michael Douglas, is up on the hill. Uh, their bus crashed into his car that it was filled with exotic birds he was going to sell for <laughs> cash money. And he starts shooting at Colonel Zolo. Colonel Zolo shooting at him. Kathleen Turner hides under the bus. Uh... Eventually, Zolo runs away, and then Jack is real upset that all his birds are gone. <laughs> so then that's when she offers him the traveler's check to yeah. help her. They First, she offers him $75 <laughs> to bring her to a payphone or to Cartagena. It's like, yes, you just lost all of your bird money. <laughs> to $75. The, but I'll give you $75. She's bucks. a prolific romance novelist. She lives in a nice apartment. Yeah, she's got, got a money. cat. She's clearly got, like, yeah. posters of her work everywhere. Teeny tiny bottles of alcohol. Yeah, which she drinks and then smashes in the fireplace True. when she completes Love her book. Love that for her. She's, she is a character, this Joan Wilder. I feel like Kathleen Turner is playing herself. Yeah, she's got to be a diva. bananas in real life. Um, Speaking of real life, I just am so good at that. Does this movie fly in real life? <laughs> Much like the birds that belong to Jack, they flew away. So no. <laughs> so they flew away, but it doesn't fly in real no, life. No, they flew away from the movie because <laughs> oh, it doesn't fly in real life. Okay. I think that's the metaphor sure, sure, I was sure. trying to make. I don't know. Would you think it flies in real life? No. This is either bananas. Either this is out of a romance novel. Yes. Bananas, and not in a realistic so way. So much that it is definitely fiction because I just, I feel like it's too exaggerated and the stereotypes of the poor country of Colombia that it has oh, to endure. it was bad. They made Colombia seem like, mm. Yeah. I've never been to Colombia, but I highly, highly doubt that it is. They made it seem like, like something. This movie. Maybe it was in 1984. That, that I don't know. you know who would describe. Ugh. 
bad hombres. That's basically what it was. They were trying to make Columbia seem like. So, At one point, Joan Wilder accidentally steps on, like, a pig. Yeah. There's, like, like, a jewel that they have to find in a cave underwater. That doesn't happen in real life. We're not treasure hunters. No. And they, she, they would have been dead long before they got to that jewel. Someone would have shot them. Right. Also, another crazy thing that happens in this movie that I don't think is how it works in real life is she's wearing high heels and there's, like, a mudslide oh, and they fall God. down. And then she's having a hard time walking. So he takes her heels and machetes the heel off the heel and then they turn into a perfectly good flats. But I don't think that's how shoe science no, works. No, they... I think they maintain their angle. I don't think that's Maybe real. in the 80s it was different. If you want to try this out and tell us how it goes. Please video yourself <laughs> and, and then send it. on Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> we would love that. We would live for that. Hashtag you wrong complete me. This is the episode when we really just, just pitch our, our social media Listen, as much as possible. you have to know possible. that this movie, we watched it. We, we watched enjoyed it. ourselves, I think. Yeah. We had a great charcuterie board. We did. Uh, charcuterie for dinner we highly recommend it we do and then when we went to record this episode we were we were like hmm what What was that movie movie? what happened so you know this is why you take notes after you watch it to help yourself remember remember another question did it age well did it age well i'm gonna go no it felt very 1980s the stereotypes were inappropriate and exaggerated of columbia yeah, it's still so reminiscent of Leap Year. <laughs> it's the tale as old as time. A curmudgeonly man has to help a woman who's not ready for the wilderness get places. It takes him a long time to ask her name. He just calls her Lady. Yeah. He keeps talking hey, about lady. he You're keeps like, talking yeah. about how this isn't worth it, what all these things he's doing for her. Blah, blah, blah. So many movies ran so Leap Year could stumble. <laughs> also, this film, <laughs> so after they escape uh, from, you know, Colonel Zolo chasing after them in the jungle, they find a crashed uh, cargo plane that is full of Mary Jane marijuana, ooh. which they use to start a fire. <laughs> yes, and, they do. And they make some, like, interesting just, like, marijuana references that are a bit dated. And, yes. Uh, you know. Yeah. I think there's a Playboy magazine in in there and some other just Danny DeVito's there. It's just it's of a, it's of a time. It's a piece, you know. Yeah, just <laughs> reading the notes. We didn't answer this question at the time because we got distracted. Yeah, as always, it was a distracting day. <sighs> Did you fall in love while watching this movie? How could I? <laughs> oh, okay. What about you? No, I did not. I mean, it was funny. I, I I feel like this movie could be remade and be really great. Yeah. Because this is this is I feel like this movie it's wanted deep here. <laughs> because in a way, I feel like this movie because of like they wanted to like go off of Indiana Jones. Like this movie they, is what the mummy is. Like the mummy is an amazing movie yes. that I love. They want like the mummy rom com. They they could do better. Spoiler alert for the fun fact corner. This movie was written before Raiders of the Lost Ark came out. I know. And the writer was actually working on a future Indiana Jones film. So, like, is this movie inspired by Indiana Jones? Or is Indiana Jones inspired by this movie? When we'll never know. Are we in the womp, Matrix? Womp, womp, womp. Anyway, so I didn't fall in love. No, I didn't either. It was... You know. Neither am I rethinking my life. No. The characters were just, like, too brash, too stereotypical. Yeah. I didn't really feel them falling in love. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. They very quickly, um, they clearly 
dislike each other, but they're like sexually into each other, one might say. I'm going to vomit. I'm going to get a pen also. Okay. She's going to get a pen. I'm going to keep talking. Uh, they very quickly hook up. Um, once they get to the place where he promises to deliver her um, and gives him the traveler's checks, he like buys her a new outfit. They have dinner. They dance. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm back. And then they smush. Uh-huh. And then decide to go look for the treasure together. Yes, but there's like a much. there's a very weird vibe for part of the film where it looks like Michael Douglas might be trying to double cross her. Mm. Where he wants to get the treasure map, he wants to get the money, the treasure, he wants to go out on his own. Con Does men, he really care con about men her? Get a con, you know? Uh so it's you know, it wasn't uh, just I don't nothing about this I want to be my life. No. Not at all. Though I wish I was a romance novelist. Okay. That would be a good life. I mean, you could do that, but... I could still do that. If you think I should become a romance novelist, email us at youromcomplete.gmail.com. I can send you some old fan fiction, and you can, like, judge for yourself whether or not mm-hmm. uh, I've got what it takes. Oh, I totally got what it takes. I think about this I all mean, the time. I mean, I started writing a fan fiction last night about the parent trap in you my did. head, so... You did. You told me about this. Let's just all become novelists. Yeah. We're gonna... On it. I got the pen because it's not an episode of You Rom Complete Me unless there's like ambient a clicking pen sound? noises in the background. <laughs> like when I drop what she it does. or when I click it or if I just let it fall to the ground. So I felt naked without my pen. Okay, Shall we dive into some quotes? Yes. Some, that's quote some quotes. quotes. Uh, do you want to quote this one together? You be sure. Joan and I'll be Jack. This happens right after the shoes get mutilated by... The machete. He mm-hmm. takes the heel off, and Joan Wilder says, "These were Italian." Now they're practical. Boom. Nailed her. Nailed her. What a nailed her. Nailed lady. it. Wah, wah, wah. Listen up, Jack Colton. All she's trying to do is conform to society's expectation of women and wear high heels around. We don't do it because it's fun. We do it because society makes us. All right. So take your practical sass and shove it in a sack. Wow. And this has been your weekly soapbox by <laughs> Miss Mia. <laughs> whoop, whoop, whoop. Uh, there's another line that Jack says uh, when they're being chased through the jungle, which is, what do you do? Wake up this morning and say, today I'm going to ruin a man's life. <laughs> yep, that's what she did. She's yeah. not in a strange foreign country, scared and alone, trying to help her sister not die. Yeah. That's what she, she woke up to ruin your day. Yeah. And actually, he Men. is the one ruining her, her day. He takes her suitcase that she's dragging through the jungle and he's like, what's in here? And she says, oh, just clothes and mm. accessories. He takes it and flings it over a cliff. I know. And then they get into a mudslide and then there's Rude. there's a very like crude joke of when they slide down the oh, mountain. Yes. Like she slides down first and like he, his, slides, down. he slides down with his face into her between her, her legs, between Just her thighs, right, right up in there. Yeah, and then we had the scene with Juan, but we already talked about that earlier. Yeah, so. when he's like, "You're Joan Wilder," and he like shows her all the like, books on his shelf. Everybody, it's Joan Wilder. I read, the, I read them to you every Saturday. They're like, oh, Miss Joan. It's really, <laughs> it was really it's cute. Funny. And then he Juan, and you like you. You called it right before it happened, which was even funnier. You were like, they're going to know her books. And I was like, nah. Well, there was a throwaway line earlier where uh, her right. editor, Holland Taylor, yeah, like, said something about, oh, your books do so well in, you know, in South Columbia, America. Because the macho men love them there. Yeah, which is they very do. funny. And then Juan, ha, Juan ha, was ha. the best character in this film, he perhaps. Was. He helped them escape. They're he like, Juan's car. the only one who has a car in town. He's like, oh, you're talking about my mule. 
and, and it's, it's like a Jeep. It, it's like a Ford, like Range Rover, and he just goes thing. crazy driving yeah. all over. He's got a ramp that he deploys. Wah, wah, wah. Juan is great. How about the wrong combiance of this movie? Was it wrong commie? <sighs> no. Was it Beyonce? 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 I was trying to like rom com, Beyonce. Say, say. I see what you're doing. See what I mean? I do. But we're going to just pack that one away. She doesn't like it. She doesn't no, like it. we're not going to start calling this the rom-com Beyonce. <laughs> Although that is a very aggressive portmanteau, and I do kind of like it. But, I mean, no. There's jungles and parties and fireworks. Yeah, there's a festival. They dance. They smush. They're stuck in the wilderness, which is a good trope. I do love it when characters are all dirty. They're like stuck outside of their comfort zone. That's yeah. kind of a, a trope. They're having to, to camp together, to yeah. stay warm. Yeah. They fall into rivers, jumping yeah. into waterfalls. It happens all the time. Uh, he <laughs> buys her everyone. clothes. Uh-huh. Does that count as a makeover? I don't know. Mm. Yeah. We already talked about how his face was in her bidet. Yeah. It's there. It's yeah. a little rom-commy when it's not, you know, an action-adventure film. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Mm. Would you watch this again? So, I believe I would. I also believe that I would be interested in watching the sequel. Because there's a sequel yes, to this Yes, there film. is. It's about the Nile, isn't it? I don't know. I think that's the title. Something like really... that. I didn't really... I don't know. Okay. It's fine. <laughs> we don't need to know. I, nobody needs to know. Nobody needs to know. Uh, reference to two, two musicals. musicals. <laughs> because it's referenced in one. Hello, friends. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's in Hamilton and it's in the last five well, years. He, he was referencing the yes, last I five know, years. Yes, I know, I know, I know, I know. My brain just stopped. I know, I know. I know, I know. Hamilton reference. <laughs> How many can we make in this podcast? I do. My friend Megan, who listens, mm-hmm. uh, she she notes all of the musical references, even the ones that I make that you don't know. And she's like, you say that one all the time. Like James and the Giant Peach musical references. James and the Giant Peach. Are you kidding me right know. now? Have you <laughs> never know. listened to the music from James and the Giant Peach no. musical? It's so good. It's that like J-A-T-G-P musical.com it's written by the same people who did dear evan hansen oh really it's really good you can download the soundtrack for free um as long as you sign up with your email address and Mm. um the demos are done by amazing people like megan hilty and christian borrell and ryan darcy james no they wrote it um it hasn't been staged like on broadway they had like versions for people to put on themselves skylar aston did a song in it it is so good I believe you, bud. We're going to listen to a song after this. Okay. Just letting you know. Anyway, everyone else should listen to it, too. But I frequently (laughs) quote it, so you'll understand my quotes when you watch it. Listen to it. I am excited. So did you find the name of the sequel while we were talking about the distracted? I got you said, fuck James the Giant Peach, (laughs) and then you just ruined my life. Roald Dahl is a hack. The Jewel of the Nile. Ah, Okay. Dolls that hack. <laughs> You're just saying all of these fighting words today. These I'm hurtful, not hurtful things. Happy for comedy. We should also point out that some of the uh, promo shots for this film were very sexy. Very. I mean, this movie was very sexy. This movie was very People sexy. People smushed in this movie. There People were naked bodies. Me. Yeah. Very different than our next film, where the only thing the romantic people do is hold hands. 
Yeah, which is fine. Yeah, at one point, he's, like, fully on top of her. Like, yeah. she looks so smush. With all of his body his, weight. In like, all of his relax. body. Like, obviously, you can't see below the waist. There's a, a convenient uh, rom-com yeah. cutaway. But I'm Lame. like, I'm like, ah, oh, that must hurt her boobs. Oh, yeah. Like, he is a full-size man. Yeah. Get off me. And he's probably hairy said. and sweaty, too. Yeah. Like, it doesn't look comfortable. Not romantic. <sighs> And all he wanted was just photocopy her treasure map. <laughs> I know. Anyways, what were we talking about? I don't know. We were on to our uh, our tropes, I think. Oh, sweet. Yeah. Because we're, we'll watch the sequel. We probably wouldn't watch this again. Mm. Maybe. You never know. If it's on a plane. If it's on a plane, then there's nothing going, else to watch. If I'm going to Columbia for research purposes, perhaps. <laughs> for your romance novel? Yes, for my romance your novel. Your Parent Trap-themed romance novel. Yes. Great. How about those tropes, baby? I forgot how to do my intro. You forgot how to do your intro? To 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 talking <laughs> tropes. Okay, you didn't forget. <laughs> you you. Remember. I just started talking and realized that I wasn't segueing into mm, it, and I just okay. didn't know how to rewind it myself. To the best of us can't. You can't rewind your words once they're out of you your can't. mouth. And neither can we rewind this film because we watched it on DVD. One day, children are going to use the word rewind, and they're not going to know what that means. What the hell that means. It's crazy. Anyway, I can't think about They already don't understand what the floppy disk image on save things on documents means. I know. And I sometimes forget myself. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's a floppy disk. Like, yeah. that's why that's there. Yeah, that's why that's there. Here are some tropes. <laughs> Grand gesture. He rolls up in Manhattan on a boat for her. Yeah. He's like, here I am with my sailboat. Let's go. So the film ends with they get this boop, jewel. Boop, 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 uh, boop, and boop. she goes to, uh, she, she they, they end up on like opposite sides of the river after they save this jewel, after they go over the waterfall. And he's like, I'll meet you in Cartagena. And so she goes to save her sister and mm-hmm. sort of tries to pull off a con by just giving him the box, which... But the women, thing was in. Women can't pull off cons, so she fails. Uh, and so he shows up and tosses the jewel, like, off into the sea, and the bad guy, Colonel Zolo, catches it, and then the alligator bites his hand off, and there's yes. a bunch of fighting. And then... Colonel Zolo dies by alligator. Michael Douglas goes to kill the alligator to get the thing back. Yeah, and so he disappears. She doesn't know if she's ever going to see him again. And then he shows up after she's written a story about mm. their adventure. And, uh, yeah, a giant-ass boat in Manhattan on a truck, and he, like, Ugh, brings people... her up there, and they make out, and then it gets taken away down the street. The good people of New York City would be furious by Oh, they'd this. hate this. So Where did she live in New York City, by the way? In an apartment. That's not what I meant. I know. But I don't know where she okay, lived. Okay, I don't know. You, you always know New York things. You always know bridges and airports. No, I don't. I'm always like, which bridge is that? <laughs> where are we? What's we going on? So much. New York. Which bridge is that? There's a grave misunderstanding. Sure. <laughs> I don't know, is what we wrote down. Don't know what that means. What does that mean? I don't know. Maybe there wasn't a grave misunderstanding. I mean... This dead air is going to be great to edit out later. I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. 0.5, because we can't remember. 0.5, because we can't remember. Opposites attract. Yes. Now, I'm going to pitch something to you. This as like a sub, a sub trope to opposites attract, which is Beauty and the Beast as a trope. 
because it's like you told me you don't want any more tropes. I know. I tried to suggest a trope, and you didn't give it to me. You only want your tropes in this. That's true, I love tropes. But no, actually, I forgot about Opposite Distract when I wrote down Beauty and the Beast. Because I was thinking, I love a curmudgeonly man who's trying to help a woman who's just, like, not outdoorsy. As yeah. in Leap Year, as in this movie. Well, as there's, in It Happened One Night. There's as another... In, what is it uh, called? Like, I don't know, The Music Man. <laughs> as in I'm Going Back in Time. I don't know. Well, there's a website um, that I might have talked about in a previous episode, Television Without Pity, yes. that would that does television tropes. Mm-hmm. And one of them is, what is it? It's like something like gentle, like gentle girl, like brooding bastard. Something yes. something to that yes, effect yes, of, yes. you know, the soft and the But I guess hard. that's just opposites attract. Yeah, so. opposites attract. Forget what I said. Well, um, we can specify nope. in cases when I'm it's Beauty and the Beast. I'm striking it from the record. It's so been good. stricken. Do you know what else we forgot the to do? The court knows. We'll do it later. It's oh, fine. I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, we'll continue with that after the trolls. Oh, this is an episode of Roller Coaster of Emotions. Roller Coaster Tycoon, perhaps? Yes. We have a quirky BFF. And Juan. Juan. He's, He's great. great. Makeover? A reverse makeover, perhaps? I said she's kind of like Jane and Tarzan. Oh, hell yes. You know? Which is my favorite. She becomes jungly and confident. And yeah, I love she that does. for her. She doesn't like flying. She doesn't like being out of sight her apartment she's very sheltered and mm-hmm. she becomes a she becomes a heroine in her own romance yes, novel she does in this book Hate in this movie for sure goes along yeah. with beauty and the beast my new trope mm-hmm. give it all up for love yeah he gives up the stone for her the heart stone but not really because he then kills the crocodile and gets it anyways but that's fine <laughs> <laughs> That's never happened before because usually the door is closed. But I know. We're, we're trying back. To, we're trying to make sure it's it cool in here. We're fine. New York City. It starts and ends in New York City, it but there's about the like it starts twenty minutes. Spreading the news no, and ends. I'm not gonna go with that. Tragic backstory. Um, I mean, there's clearly something going on with the brother-in-law. Yeah, and you know she must have some sort of dark past. Yeah. She's got a lot of old-timey photographs on mm-hmm. her. Uh, That's never really made abundantly clear. He's probably got some junk in his past. Yes. He's trying to buy a boat. Yes. He thinks he'll only be happy out on the water, yes. on the open sea. Right? Wasn't that a Don't line? we all think that? Probably. Also, lest we forget, um, so in the very beginning of this movie, we see her sister get kidnapped by these bad guys yes. on a boat. By the way, there's two sets of bad guys. I don't know if we were very clear about that. There's... Aren't there two sets of bad guys? Yeah. Are they working together? No, or they're they not. Separate? They're against each other. There's Colonel Zolo, who's like an antiquities guy who wants all the all the money. And then there's Danny DeVito and his cousin oh, right. who are working together. Oh. And, you this know, Danny DeVito and his cousin were the ones that blackmailed her and kidnapped the sister. But anyway, to the kidnap the sister, to kidnap the sister, <laughs> the sister like knows something's up because her husband was murdered. So she tries to run away. Um, in her like fancy car and some child with a jump rope uses it like a whip and swings it and like flings it at her and like it knocks her out and then he a small child takes takes her car car. and drives it through columbia to a dock Um, so this movie was crazy and uh, that's all the tropes yeah but there's a bunch of them so that speaks to the rom-com nature of this romp now where do you think they are now that's maybe what the sequel is for. Yeah. They're clearly in Egypt. I mean, I They're read... They're probably making stereotypes I read of Egypt. A, a brief uh, synopsis where, 
you know, they've been sailing around the world on his yacht of or his they boat. Have. And they wind up in Egypt. And she's she's feeling like the romance is getting pretty stale. Ooh. They're like having some friction in the relationship. Oh, no, but not she, the good type of friction. No, not the Ayo. sexy friction. Oh, oh, oh. Ayo. Instead, so they like dock <laughs> and she like finds another potential romance interest, and then they have to work oh. together to do something with the Nile. Is it Michael Sheen? Martin Sheen? Nope. What's happening? That would be really funny. <laughs> if, they, if they had Martin Sheen against Michael Douglas, because they're like, you're yes. the same person. I can't tell you apart. The parent trap. But imagine if it was <laughs> Charlie Sheen. That would be a lot. That would be a lot. Remember when he was a good actor? Nope. Was I he don't. ever a good actor? Uh, I'm not I so don't sure. don't know. Anyway. That's this movie. That's this movie. Put that one in the bag. And forget about it. And forget like about it. Like we did. <laughs> and then watch the sequel and maybe forget about that. Yeah. I would watch the sequel. Let's watch the sequel watch after the sequel. this plot is done. 2020. We could add it to the list. 2020. We only watch sequels of movies? We only watch sequels of movies. Okay. She's <laughs> intrigued. I like the idea of us watching sequels to movies we haven't seen the original oh, of. Oh, I would love And just like that. trying to piece together where the I'd movie love that. came from. I saw The Mummy 2 before I saw The Mummy 1. Okay. It can happen. It can work. I don't know if I realized that there was a second Mummy movie. There's three Mummy movies. Actually, there's four Mummy movies. Three of them have Brendan Fraser in them. One of them is like a prequel. Mm, okay. Anyway. So we're just going to give you a, like two really quick, fun, fresh facts yeah, before we go. Yeah, I guess we we're go. not putting it in the bag. <sighs> Fine. Take it out of the bag so I can attach some fun, fresh facts, and we can put it back in the bag. Yeah. Do okay, it. perfect. Great. <laughs> so this movie was written by a woman named Diane Thomas. True. Who was a waitress in Hollywood. Ah. Uh, and she, um, she like, pitched it, um, and... Uh, I was about to call him Martin Sheen. <laughs> I tricked everyone. And uh, Michael, Michael Douglas, Douglas got on board. He executive produced this. And um, it was directed by Robert Zemeckis, who later did Back to the Future. This Back to the Future happened because this movie. Do you movie. know what else Robert Zemeckis did? What? My favorite Meryl Streep movie, Defending Your Life. Oh. Nope, that's not it. Fuck me. What is that movie called? My favorite Meryl Streep movie, I have no Death idea. Becomes Her. Oh, I love Death Becomes Her. Whoo! Anyways... Uh, <laughs> She sold this film in 1979 before Raiders of the Lost Ark came out. Uh, And um, so Diane Thomas wrote this. She wrote the sequel. She was working with Steven Spielberg on the sequel to Raiders of the Lost Ark when um, she got into a dramatic car accident and died. But what car was she driving? She was driving the Porsche that Michael Douglas gave her as a thank you for working together on the film. Yikes. Tragic. But she was a really... King Tut's curse. They loved her as a screenwriter. And there's, I think, a program at USC now named after her for screenwriting. So... Uh, so that's our fun fact corner. That's our fun fact corner. And now we can put this one in the bag. Well, this saved 20th Century Fox. That's the reason that oh. all those great movies after that got made. Hell so yeah, good for even you. Even if this movie was Michael a bit Douglas. forgettable for us, it wasn't forgettable for the studio. Okay. Now it can go in the bag. Next week. Tuck it in. Sleepless in Seattle. Here's your synopsis. Per IMDb, lowercase b. A recently widowed man's son calls a radio talk show in an attempt to find his father a partner. That's all they give. Watch it. <laughs> figure it out. See if you like it. If Let you that, haven't watched it in a while, watch it again. You'll really yeah. enjoy it. I hope. Mia, did this film rom-com complete you? It did. Not. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. This is one of those weird ones where I like don't know how I feel and... 
it was crazy and wacky and bonkers and yeah, no, it didn't really. Oh, she's tossing things down, folks. She's tossing them down. The ambient sounds of my confusion. Um, yeah, no, it didn't. Did it wrong couple no, you? No, it didn't. Okay. It's just fine. Where should they find us on the internet? Um, lots of places. They could either email us at youromcompleteme at gmail.com or they could follow us on Instagram or Twitter at romcompleteme, no you. That's where the Love good it. shit is, you guys. It is the good <laughs> shit. Mia does the Instagram and she does a fabulous job of it. Yep, I do. I'm Taking glad you're that owning it. I'm glad you're owning it, Thanks. as you should. Thanks. Anyways, we hope you'll tune in next week. Sleepless in Seattle is a real treat. Until then, <gasps> bye. bye.